1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: Happiest day of my life yet. I finally had a girlfriend. And she was the prettiest girl I'd ever met. But things went south really fast. On the same day, my school sent me a letter. It said that if I couldn't pay my past due fees, that they would have no choice but to kick me out. I I cried. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Years of my own hard work gone to waste. Just because I couldn't afford it. And because my parents refused to help me. Why are you crying, babe? I'm getting thrown out of school. What? Why? Did something happen? I can't pay for my stuff anymore. I've been late with my payments as it was, and since I lost my job, I... Oh gosh, I didn't know it was that bad. Why didn't you tell me? It's my problem, Cass. And besides, it'd only worry you. I can't do anything about it. Who said I couldn't? Cassie always wore paint-stained clothes and overalls. I never even noticed. It turned out she was a billionaire. Her two moms were tech giants. They owned a startup which came up with a really famous app. I thought Cassie was poor like me. She never had anything extravagant, and she never wore anything with a label. She liked simple, down-to-earth stuff. And I never knew all that time I was dating a billionaire. Her mom hired me immediately. I was only working part-time, but they paid me well, and I was eventually able to pay for and finish school. Then I devoted all my time and effort into developing a new revolutionary app. I pitched it to Cassie's mom, and they loved it. They funded my project, and they invested heavily into it. That made me into a millionaire. I hired some staff and started my own startup. A week later, my company got a valuation of over $10 million. I could hardly believe it. I immediately went to a jeweler's and bought a ring. I asked Cassie to marry me that same day, and she said yes. On our launch party, Kyle and his friends approached me. Hey, wow, it's you, Zacky! Awesome, Zack. Yo, dude! I looked at them with a confused expression. Yeah, yeah, I know we're crashing your party a bit. Frankly, we were a bit surprised you didn't send us an invite, but that's all good, my man. What is it, Kyle? Well, you know how the boys and I study the same stuff as you, and... Yeah? Well, we were wondering, you've got your own company now, and, and well, my dad got laid off recently, and, and so did these guys' parents. Oh, you want a job. They all laughed awkwardly, possibly from the fact that I said it loud enough so everyone could hear. Even the DJ stopped playing music. Cassie came closer and hooked her arm on mine and kissed me on the cheeks. Are these your friends, babe? you could say that. I gave a smile to Kyle and his friends. I have the perfect position for you guys. I signaled for my assistant to come closer. Becky, why don't you fetch a uniform for these guys? Right away, sir. Kyle looked like a dog who was just handed a juicy bone, and I smiled right back at him. You can start today. Oh, that's awesome! But... His smile faded instantly when Becky handed them waiter's uniforms. Kyle, you can go and clean the toilets. The rest need to get a tray of drinks and offer them to guests. Let me know if there's anything else I can do for you. Cassie and I left them standing there as we chuckled amongst ourselves. My parents never got a single cent from me either. Their houses got repossessed, but I didn't bat an eye. They never gave me any help either. And they never paid a cent for my dreams. Now that I have everything I wanted, it was time I focused on mine and Cassie's lives.
0: Sometimes, I would look up the tall skyscrapers as I walked down the city streets begging for money. I used to live in one of those. I used to have a view of the ocean, a concierge, a doorman. I tipped my valet well, and he was a friend of the family. But that all feels like a lifetime ago. Now, I'm alone penniless, washing car windows and begging strangers for change for a living. It all started when I met Chelsea at a charity gala. She was the prettiest girl in the room, and I was the richest one. Hi, I'm Drake. I just thought I'd introduce myself, seeing as we'll be married soon. Chelsea laughed at my cheesy line, but it worked. A year later, we got married at a cathedral in Spain. We flew our friends and family over. We had a ceremony filled with luxury. A whole orchestra, ten pairs of swans, white flowers bedecked the whole place. And yet, as soon as the wedding was over, all Chelsea did was complain. I mean, sure, Bali is Bali, but isn't it a bit Uninspired for a honeymoon? Half the people here are Australians. I wish you'd have taken me to Switzerland or Cape Town. You're Drake Nathans for crying out loud. All of Hollywood is at your feet and you take me to Bali? She said this as she sipped on a $100 drink while lounging on a yacht next to a private tropical island. Chelsea's appetites were insatiable. She bought everything she fancied. Five years after our wedding, there were still clothes, bags, and necklaces that she bought with my money on our honeymoon that she hadn't even worn once. Chelsea quit her job the moment we got home and became a professional leech. All she did was attend celebrity parties and flirt with guys twice her age. She complained that I didn't give her a big enough allowance and didn't buy her expensive gifts. Meanwhile, she used my card to go on shopping sprees and to treat her girlfriends to lavish vacations. When she had our kids, the spending only got worse. She was never home and I had to take care of the kids myself even when I was filming. The kids loved it, though. But one day, I came home and Chelsea was gone, and so were the kids. My paintings, my statues, my cars, all gone. My safe was emptied, and the bank account was drained. I heard she ran off with some young model she met at a party, and no matter how much I spent on private investigators, they couldn't find her. I wouldn't have minded being poor if I had my kids, but she took them, and she didn't even care about them. Then, she had someone deliver a message. She would only give my kids back if I sent her money. Lots of it. I sold what I could. I borrowed from the bank, but no matter how much I sent, my kids never appeared. I worked as much as I could, but the financial hole Chelsea left in me was too vast. And soon, I was deep in debt. The banks took my house, they took everything that I had left, and I became a pauper. I had to live on the streets. It was tough at first. My friends tried to help, but Chelsea told everyone I was a bad father and that I did unspeakable stuff to her. Nobody believed me when I denied her lies. I was alone in the world. People who passed me by would recognize me and insult me. They would take photos and make memes about how low I sank. After a while, people moved on, and the world forgot about Drake Nathans. The only way I could really make money was teaching self-defense in martial arts classes. It was at least one skill from my acting career that could make stable money. I was on my way to interview for a job when I saw a commotion break out. A girl wearing copious amounts of jewelry was running down the street, and three crooks were running after her. They cornered her in an alley, and I ran through traffic, dodged, and jumped over cars just to get there in time. One of them already had the girl in his grasp. And don't move. If you come any closer, she's a goner. You don't want to get tangled up in this, homeless guy. Run along. Here's a dollar. The guy tossed a bunch of coins in my face, but I caught one and threw it back straight at him. While they were all shocked, I swiped the first guy with my feet and he fell to the ground. I elbowed the other one in the gut and he doubled over. And then I ran at the wall and used that to jump behind the third guy. I grabbed his arm and put it behind his back. The girl was free. You're safe now, miss. Suddenly, ten guys in suits came rushing towards us. Two of them grabbed my arms and pushed me to the ground. Princess, are you alright? Princess? Shut up, you lowlife. Did these guys hurt you, Princess? Hudson, call the cops. We'll need to investigate who's behind this. I'm sorry, but the guy you're holding down, he's not with them. He's the one that saved me. Suddenly, I was being helped up. The guys apologized, and the Princess asked if there was anything she could do to thank me. That was when one of the guards recognized me. Holy... That's Drake Nathan's. Dude... Drake Nathans? Who's that? The princess drove me to her mansion in the city and she had someone bring me fresh clothes. She housed me in her guest house and fed me. And when I had rested, she summoned me to her room. She had spent the whole night watching all my movies. She listened to my story and she pitied me. And so as a reward for saving her, she made me her personal trainer and martial arts instructor. I taught her judo and there were times where her face would come so close to mine and she would grab my arm to disarm me, and it made all the maids watching us blush. One time, she lost her balance, and her lips landed on my neck. I had goosebumps all over, and we both jumped back in embarrassment. Hands off her, you! I looked around and saw the princess's fiance. are Aren't you being too comfortable touching the princess like that? Oh, he didn't mean it. I... I fell. Nevertheless, a peasant shouldn't be touching a princess. You should make him wear gloves. You, servant, go fetch me some tea. The princess and I have something to discuss. But the princess's lessons are unimportant compared to the royal wedding. I was dismissed, and that night the princess came to me crying. She had no desire to marry Kirin, especially because when they were young, Kirin told her she was ugly. But now that she was going to be queen, he used his family's influence to get engaged to her. Nobody liked the guy. Even the guards would have hit him already if he wasn't a lord. He treated everyone as if he owned them, and I didn't want the princess to end up with a guy like that. But, princess, I can't do anything about it. I'm not a princess. I'm just Kate when I'm with you. You make me happy. You're the one I want to marry. She took my face and kissed me. And for three long, infinite seconds, I felt heaven. It wasn't just in my head. She was in love with me too. See? You can do something about it. If you love me, take me with you. You have to take me out of here. I didn't want to put Kate's life in that position. But when I overheard Kieran confess that it was him who sent those thugs after Kate, everything changed. Kate's safety was at stake, and I did the one thing that I knew would protect her. We ran. And for months, Kieran's thugs hunted us. Kate and I sent coded messages back to the palace to tell everyone we were okay, and our guards gathered evidence for what Kieran did. One night, while we were in one of our hideouts, the stars were so beautiful that Kate and I decided to go for a walk on the beach. The waves were so tall, and the boats were camouflaged, so... We didn't hear them approach. Suddenly, we were surrounded by Kieran's thugs. I fought them off one by one, but I was running out of steam. Kate began sobbing from hopelessness, and just when I couldn't fight anymore, a bright light shone on us from above. Soldiers rappelled down the beach, and one by one, Kieran's thugs were apprehended. Princess, I'm so glad we got here in time. We were saved. The palace couldn't prove that Kirin had had bad motives, and so they basically used us as bait. But it all worked out in the end, and Kirin was taken to prison. Our story became a spectacle. The whole world wanted to know our stories. Someone even made a movie out of it, starring me. Finally, I was back in Hollywood, and my stardom was restored. At the movie's premiere, I felt someone grab my arm. I was pulled back, and immediately guards surrounded us. I looked back and saw my ex-wife behind the barricades. And she had my kids. They were all grown up. We lost it all. Ran, ran out of money. I've been raising them on my own all this time. Please, please help me. Sir, do you know this woman? I looked her up and down and I smiled. No, I don't know this woman. The Chelsea I knew would have never worn a dress with holes in them. She would have worn makeup and she would have had jewels everywhere. She might claim to be my wife, but she's not. Those are my kids, though. Let them in. Chelsea begged to be let in with our sons, but I just ignored her. I'm sorry. Take me back. We can be married again. I looked at her one last time. Marry you? When I have a princess as my fiance? Kate showed everyone the sapphire ring I gave her. And as the paparazzi cameras flashed all around us we kissed.
3: Ms. Lopez was easily the best looking teacher at our school. So sometimes I gave her compliments like, "Miss Lopez, you look stunning today. Oh, thank you. That means a lot coming from a handsome boy like you. She gave me a kiss on my cheek and my classmates were shocked. How could a teacher flirt so openly with her student? Well, for the school's Christmas party, Ms. Lopez came dressed like a stripper Santa. I'm not exaggerating, The principal even made her change her outfit because it was too short. That's the kind of woman she was. But then I failed my Spanish exam and asked Miss Lopez if she would let me pass the course anyway. She responded, Okay, let's make a deal. I will give you a B-plus on your report card if you give me a compliment that makes me blush. Oh, (laughs) well that's easy, Miss Lopez. Because you are so beautiful that I would date you even if you were my own daughter. I wondered if I had gone too far, but she (laughs) bursted out laughing and said, You little perv, you have such a dirty mind. But okay, I'll let you pass the course. Maybe we flirted too much, though, because rumors spread that Miss Lopez and I were having an affair. The guys thought it was cool and gave me props, but one girl couldn't take it. My annoying girlfriend, Whitney. She completely freaked out when Miss Lopez told me, I can't believe you haven't found a girlfriend yet. You are such a cutie. I am his girlfriend, and now stop hitting on him, you shameless tramp! What? He is dating you? What a shame. He could do so much better. If that wasn't mean enough, Miss Lopez asked me to stay for a private talk after class. Problem was that Whitney refused to leave my side. She said, You are just a sad old lady who can't find a guy. That's why you're trying to steal my boyfriend away from me. (laughs) Oh, I can have any man I want, but your boyfriend and I have a special connection. I just can't get him out of my mind. As revenge, Whitney drew an unflattering caricature of her (laughs) on the blackboard. When Miss Lopez saw it, she immediately said, Whitney, did you draw that? Huh? Why? Does the drawing remind you of someone? Look, if you have a problem with my clothing style, just tell it to my face. That's not a style, it's an embarrassment. Well, why don't we ask the guys? Hey, listen up. If you think I'm better dressed than Whitney, please raise your hand. All the boys (laughs) sided with Miss Lopez and Whitney got so mad I had to stop her from throwing her water bottle at her. And the following week, we went on a three-day class trip. We wanted to do a canoe tour, so Miss Lopez split us up into teams of two. When I was left without a partner, she said, Looks like we are together, my cutie. No way! My boyfriend stays with me! Actually, I am the teacher, and I get to decide. Whitney threw a huge tantrum, and Miss Lopez was forced to call her parents so they would pick her up. But first, Whitney took me aside and said, Promise me to stay away from that witch! I can't. She's my teacher. And I am your girlfriend, and you do what I tell you to do! But, of course, I didn't. The canoe tour was awesome. Miss Lopez wore a hot sundress, and we had a nice chat. There's something wrong with your girlfriend. Yeah, she's kinda annoying. Have you ever dated a real woman? Not just a girl? I don't think so. Not yet. Well, I think I can change that. What do you think? Can you put some sunscreen on my shoulders? Touching and massaging her skin felt so good, but we didn't go any further, not even a little kiss. Only on the last night of our trip, Miss Lopez came to my bed and whispered, I want you to act sick tomorrow morning, so we can stay here another night while everyone else drives home. She didn't have to ask twice. I pretended to have a bad stomachache, and then Miss Lopez came into the dorm, saying, Oh, my poor baby, you look awful. You are not fit to go in the bus and drive home, but don't worry, I will take care of you. It was perfect. Once everyone was gone, Ms. Lopez put her arms around me and kissed me on my mouth. We kept going for hours until I got a message from Whitney asking, Why didn't you come back home? You were sick? Of course I didn't respond. Ms. Lopez was more important than my girlfriend. But in the evening, we went to a pub, and that's when Whitney stormed in. She threw Miss Lopez to the ground and screamed. There you are! Seducing teenagers! You should go to prison for the rest of your life! Stop it, Whitney. I'm 18. Miss Lopez and I can do whatever we want. Yeah, listen to your boyfriend. He likes me more than you. She leaned over and started kissing me again. It was so good, but... Then Whitney pulled Ms. Lopez's hair again, and they started fighting over me. It was a lot of fun to watch, but I had to separate them. Whitney, go home. I'm breaking up with you. Ha! You lost. Your boyfriend chose me because I'm way hotter than you. That's when Whitney started crying. I felt bad and wanted to give her a hug. But Ms. Lopez stepped between us and threw her beer all over Whitney. You get what you deserve, chica. Then Miss Lopez took me to her room, and we made out until sunrise. It was the best night of my life, even though I still felt guilty. When I got back home, I immediately messaged Whitney. I'm sorry for how I treated you, and I hope I haven't hurt you too badly. She responded with photos of Miss Lopez's car. The windows were smashed, and the whole car was covered in graffiti with nasty words on it. I guess women are just crazy when it comes to dating men.
4: Let me tell you a secret. I have remained on my own for the past 10 years or so. I may have had a girlfriend here and there, but I mostly remained alone in my apartment for all this time. No friend, no contact. Yet I had no idea that this would put the conditions for a life that I never imagined possible. For 10 years, I've worked hard, not taking a holiday, remaining alone with my computer, trying to hustle and make it. I eventually became close to a millionaire and I bought my own apartment. It's a beautiful one and one of the best in the city. By a matter of fact, I turned out to be a very successful and rich guy, but I lacked major social skills. Also, I was extremely introverted, so much so that when I was out, I'd be invisible or I wish to be invisible. Does that feel relatable? On a rainy night, I felt so exhausted that it seemed like I hadn't slept for a week, but still I couldn't find sleep. I perked up as I heard a scratchy noise at the door. I stood up and ran towards it, wondering if I was getting robbed. I was stunned to see a letter laying there on the ground. Someone had slipped me a message. I took it and opened it with defiance. I read in small letters, Thank you for saving my life yesterday. Let me know what I can do to thank you. My name is Elsa, by the way, you didn't ask. Your neighbor. I didn't remember last night. I had a blackout around 11pm and thought I had fallen asleep. My neighbor? I have only one neighbor on my floor. I live in a premium condominium with very few and I heard very influential people. I had never met her. I opened the door and went to my neighbors. Knock, knock. The door opened to a small blonde woman of about 28 years old. She looked at me like I was a hero. I received a strange letter under my door. Did you get one like this by any chance?
5: Now, I know you were courageous, but I had no idea you also had a great sense of humor. Please come in. Let me get you some tea. You look terrible.
4: Thanks, I guess but I still don't know where this comes from. She drugged me inside and started to prepare a cup. I told her I couldn't remember anything of the events and she had a hard time believing me. Apparently, I was out in the middle of the night when she got bothered by a bunch of strange-looking fellows. I appeared out of nowhere, like the Black Knight, and kicked everyone's ass. She almost didn't have time to see who saved her, but she somehow recognized me. She told me I didn't tell her a word and disappeared into the darkness. I asked her how she recognized me and she admitted that she had been stalking me in the past by pure curiosity of who was living next to her. She had spotted my tattoo on the back of my neck. I couldn't believe it, so it was me. I was so shocked that I had to leave her apartment, otherwise I'd go through a panic attack. I left the building and went to the closest club to unwind. As I sat there at the bar drinking some ice-cold water to try and refresh my mind, I couldn't help but to address the woman next to me. I hadn't done this in years. Hey ma'am, how are you doing tonight?
5: Get out of my face, you loser.
4: Actually, I wanted to let you know you have lipstick on your teeth. You may want to give it a look. She looked at me in shame and ran to the bathroom. I had a smirk on my face and was about to reach for my water when a girl on the left just sat and ordered the same water as me. So we're drink buddies tonight. Ready for a wild night? I held my water up in the sky and toasted my new friend.
5: Right. I need to recover from last night, and it's the only place that lets me cure my insomnia. By the way, what did you tell this girl that ran away from you as if you were a ghost?
4: Oh, I told her she wasn't up to my standard, and now look at her. She's staring at us from afar with her friends.
5: I can see that. What do you have going on that's so attractive?
4: I was about to answer when my neighbor popped in the conversation from behind me.
5: He's a hero. He saved my life.
4: I was in shock to hear that, but my surprise only grew when she started depicting the mysterious events out loud in the club. The girl at the bar was now in absolute admiration over me, and my neighbor just looked jealous about us being together at the bar. Elsa sat between the two of us and turned to my water buddy.
5: So, what else do you have going on in your life besides your looks?
4: Elsa, your face is too kind for such mean words.
5: You're right. She's so perfect. She should fly in the sunshine like an angel and eventually burn her wings.
4: Alrighty then, I'm going to head out before this degenerates into a cat fight. Ladies, please enjoy your night without me. I headed out to the door under the upset look of the two girls when a girl screamed at me.
5: Hey, you! I didn't have lipstick on my teeth, so you owe me an apology. For this, I'll take your name and your number.
4: Call me Big Papa. That's how I left. I felt strange, like a new version of myself had appeared overnight since Elsa told me about the event I can't recall. I'm having a secret life, one that's hidden even from myself. I came back home, and without having a time to reflect on what happened, I fell asleep from utter exhaustion. I woke up the day after at 5 p.m. I really needed that break. As a lot of us do, the first thing I do in my morning is to check my phone. There were messages from an unknown number. Big Papa, it was great that you came back for us at the bar yesterday. We're excited to meet you today for the coffee you promised. Attached to the message was a picture of myself surrounded with beautiful girls in a club I never recall stepping foot into. So I did it again. I stood up and knocked on Elsa's door. Elsa, open up. I need to talk right now. Elsa slowly opened the door.
5: Hey, you scared me. What's going on?
4: What do you mean, what's going on? What happened yesterday?
5: Nothing. I went to sleep soon after you left the bar. Then I saw you from afar on my way back. But you didn't notice me and walked straight past at a fast rate.
4: It seems like I went back to the club, but I was sleepwalking again. I showed her my phone with the messages and picture. She was stunned and looked amazed at me.
5: The city's here. I was out again.
4: What if I'm also a villain?
5: You don't look like one.
4: She dragged me in her apartment, looked at me, and declared...
5: I wanted to thank you. I know you have money and you don't need much, but what can I do for you?
4: Oh, uh, thanks. Nothing really. Maybe just help me understand what's wrong with me?
5: Okay. Actually, I already thought about it. I'm calling my security team. They will install cameras all over your place. Also take this. It's a tracker to keep around your wrist. It'll track your every movement and also your brainwaves. It's an advanced tech. This way, I'll be able to check in on you and see how far you're going. How do you feel?
4: Tired.
5: Okay, sleep on my couch. Meanwhile, my teams will install the security devices.
4: When I woke up, I actually felt rested. Could it be that my neighbor's presence was calming me down and impeaching me to live through my sleep? I got back to my apartment, but I couldn't see cameras. Elsa told me they installed the latest tech. Surely this means micro cameras have been distributed everywhere. So my really pretty neighbor was now stalking me with several cameras. What other madness could happen? I had no idea. I was exhausted and I closed my eyes to fall asleep. A moment later, I opened them. I was on a plane. My neighbor was sitting next to me in first class. I looked at her in panic. What's going on here?
5: Oh, so you're awake. Good morning. Turns out you didn't sleep at all. A Few minutes after your bedtime, you suddenly got up and got dressed and headed out to the airport. I followed you with a cab And hopped in the same plane as you and we are now on the way to italy
4: italy but why
5: only time will tell
4: long story short it turns out that my subconscious told me to go to italy because my family was living there with the help of elsa i was able to find my true origins not only that i actually arrived in time to save my parents from being robbed by the southern italian mafia i probably saved their life this very day now i am living with elsa and my family in the very southern part of Italy. Turns out my grandfather also was in the Italian mob. Therefore, I was automatically admitted inside of it. And they do want to make me the leader of it.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus...